Everything Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, we have a cinematic fucking show for you this evening. Uh, but before we get to all of the film and cinema, Jonathan, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm good, man. Fresh off of uh, coming back from the, from the Bay Area, seeing you guys uh, uh, for the weekend. So it was that's um, right. It, it was great. I forgot to see you and I'm kidding. And, how uh, could I forget? It was um, amazing. I guess a little thing we can say: um, we're actually trying to put the band back together. Our band, Blind Issues, slash the pilot. Did we ever really fall apart? No, I'm kidding. Not yeah, we're putting the band back together. We're trying to play. Again. <laughs> um, yeah. Think, so um, we. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, so we uh, kind of made uh, um, some, uh, uh, just kind of shot some ideas for if we should play a show, and um, your cousin Alberto kind of was kind of the, the kind of the connector into that because he he's been playing in his band and you've been seeing him play live and yeah, um, I've gone to a few of his sh- uh, two or three of his shows now St. Francis and the Wolf, and I saw him at Winters, and then I saw him at the Milk Bar on the Hate, and after the show, he gave me a hug. He was like, get the band together. Let's fucking play a show. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, very excited. Um, there is absolutely no greater feeling. I, I think it's neck and neck with, uh, with sex, uh, with how good it feels to play live. You know what I mean? Like, it's just on another fucking level. So I'm very excited. We're experiencing Sorry, some lag we'll here, cut, cut. dear sweet imagination. <laughs> some laggage okay. going on. <laughs> some loggers, but that's all right. Yeah, man. Super stoked to get, like we we had a rehearsal on the weekend, and quite surprised that we remembered most of the songs we uh, wrote, which is crazy because we have we wrote a lot of songs when we were in in those bands. Yeah, we got something like what thirty or forty songs, I think. Dude, you did you were you were uh, you did this amazing job of uh, putting together kind of all the, like a list of all the songs we had, all the covers we knew, and and then also potential covers we can we can learn for um, future gigs. So I don't know, man. It was super refreshing, and it was great to be home and like see you guys and hang out with the. We went out like after and had like an interesting night. So a um, very interesting fucking night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, other than that, man, it was it was great. It was good to see, man. So um, Joey and I don't get to see each other every day, too. And I know we do this show weekly, so it, it is also kind of a nice blessing to kind of see each other when we can. So um, it, I mean, well, you know, we went because we went, you know, for those of you that don't know, if you're listening, if anyone's listening, we went, you know, from kindergarten through fucking college together. It's a long time. And um <laughs> And we saw each other, especially in college, every single fucking day. Oh, for yeah. <laughs> how many years is that? That's about 20 years we saw each other every single day. So it's been, you know, the last 10 or so that you've been down in LA, it's been, I still haven't adjusted to not having your presence everywhere all around me all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's still, it's a void. You know what I mean? Um, so when you come to visit or when we see each other, it's, it's, it's fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> we had such a good time. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. We we were just talking off. Should air we share how weird it got? The uh, I mentioned that interesting night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it it started off pretty good, and like you know, we um, man, we got uh, so we pretty much hung around your part of town right now, and Joey's back in the yes. area in the Sunset District. In the Sunset. So. Yeah, we hung, we went to Noriega Street. We got burgers at Papa Max. Um, 
I was very sad because I ordered a fucking burger with bacon and blue cheese and garlic aioli, and I get it, and there's no fucking cheese. I'm not a serial killer. I have to have cheese on my goddamn burger. Who eats a hamburger? Who (laughs) eats a hamburger without cheese? But I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be like, can I get cheese? Because it's like blue cheese crumbles. That's not like just here's a stick of fucking American. You got to fucking actually, you know. That's a process. (laughs) So I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. And I bite into it. And the cheese is inside the fucking burger. And I was like, holy shit. And Simon's like, did you not read the menu? Like, (laughs) (laughs) That's a trip because I've heard of that being like for burgers. Like I've I've heard of people doing that. And I think I've tried that before with like a slider. Like I've made like my own sliders. And I've just like thrown like a ton of cheese in there. But it's just it's it's very uncommon, I think. Like you don't really get that. I haven't seen it before. Slap cheese on, boom. Kind of a connoisseur when it comes to burgers, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit, just a bit. Um, trying to keep my weight down, though. But uh, I haven't had fast food burgers in like over a year. Man, in In and Out's been the exception. I want I, I want In and Out so me. fucking bad. You have no idea, oh, dude. Yeah. Is there is there one closer in Sunset or? Not in the Sunset, but right over there in Daly City. There's two in Daly City now. Oh, I remember Geller. you told me about that, dude. Yeah. Man, what an awful location for a fucking in and out <laughs> Anyway, this is not what the show is about. So anyway, we, we fucking have burgers there. <laughs> we, uh, we go to Flanahan's and have a couple beers, and we go back to my place and hang out. And uh, Andrew shows us this amazing documentary uh, called Deckhands. <laughs> wild about yeah. florida uh, florida commercial fishermen who also have to be junkies um check it out it's on youtube you got to check that out that was actually gonna be my yeah. one cool thing but it's part of the story um and we we actually got to andrew record our practice we got to kind of re- it wasn't like this we were watching it with um kind of an editorial eye like oh, okay i can do that better or i won't play this part so that this part will sound bigger or and yeah. i i We've never gotten to really do that as a band before. I th- it was such a cool, it was part of the process. And we haven't, mm-hmm. I don't know if we've never done it, but we haven't done it in a very long time. And yeah. I enjoyed that part the most was workshopping the songs, you know, like, cause when we, in the last couple of years, when we do see each other, we, we run through the songs that we know. Yeah. And on Saturday we were, we were relearning songs and certain parts, especially like low cut dress, like, okay, we got to nail this part. Like, let's do it six times in a row and fucking get it right. It was I miss that aspect of it. It's very cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude. That's that's that creative. Yeah. The creative juice is coming out again. You know, even even if it's songs that I'm always secreting juices whatever. of some kind. <laughs> uh, Man juice. Anyway. Um, anyway. Um, so then Andrew and and uh, Simon left, and it was what eleven, eleven thirty, and you're like, we're we just gonna hang out here. I was like, no. We got, we got, it's 1130 on a Saturday. We're going to go out. Thank you for the words of encouragement. Cause you were like, no, let's go. Let's go. I was not taking no for an answer. I was like, nope, we are doing this. Um, (laughs) and we went to white cap on Terrabelle and then we went across street to riptide and, um, there's live music. Do you remember the name of the band? I can't remember the name. Oh, I can't remember. Cause we kind of came in partway through their set and say, like, yeah, I I really liked the the vibe they had and it was definitely like just a nice little. Yeah, this little They're, vibe. Oh, man, what, I, what was the, the band we were? Uh, no, I don't man. remember. I don't remember. It, they it was were like a band that we were like they. Yeah, they reminded us of them or whatever. But he kind of reminded um, me of Rivers yeah, Cuomo that, a little bit. 
Yeah, a little bit, like kind of like, like a suburban, like well, he's Weezer influence a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but the, the uh, bar was cool. I, I like the bar. It had like the double sided bar kind of thing happening, mm-hmm. so you could kind of watch the band from whatever area you're at. Well, um, here's here's the deal, right? So we're it's two bars or whatever on either side, and directly across from you and me were these two lovely ladies drinking red wine, and I was like, Shani, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna do something real smooth here that I've never done before. And, uh, you know, the bartender comes around like, uh, yeah, yeah. When they, when they order their next round, uh, it's on me. He's like, yeah, 11 bucks, which two red wines for 11 bucks. What the fuck were they drinking? That is disgusting. So I was, you know, I was like, yeah, sure. 11 bucks. Here you go. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I like to, I like to clown on you a lot. So I was like, yeah, if they come over, I'm telling them that you bought the drinks and you were like, no, no. Um, <laughs> and then we left, we left before they even got the drinks, you know, um, that we, we got them. Um, but I was like, we got to go by, we got to go home through 46th Avenue. Cause there's this car. Somebody built it to make it look like the Batmobile. Um, so we got to go by. Well, the Batmobile wasn't there, but the garage door was open. There's a big neon light that said, open. <laughs> and like moths to the flame, all drunk, we were like, what is this? What is and, this? Um, it's open. <laughs> there was all this memorabilia. There was Batman, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. Like there Star were, like, Trek. A pool table with lightsabers on the pool table. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> and then this guy appears fucking out of it was... nowhere. I think a puff of smoke, you know, and he appeared. He had a beer in his hand. He was like, you guys want to come in? <laughs> I was, I was like, what is this place? <laughs> I was like, is this a bar? And all condescending too. <laughs> He's like, uh, it's a party house. Okay, I don't know. What that yeah, means, he man. he was confident in saying that. He's like, party he house, was, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you know. Um, and then he's like, do you guys want to come in? And then he kind of got fed up because you and me looked at each other like, well, do we do it? I don't know. Um, and then he kind of turns around. He's like, all right, whatever. And he's walking back in. You're like, let's do it. And I was like, all right, let's go. Which I want to point out, you didn't want to stay and talk to the girls, but you wanted to go to some fucking nonce's house. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was pretty tired, man. And But I don't know. It's just like just a strange like. I think no, I'm all the, for the strange. The you like, know, I'm all. You know, for I feel the like Joey and I've been kind of do, doing certain, just like taking—I wouldn't say taking risk, but like, yeah, I feel like we're kind of just being saying yes when we normally certain, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was the perfect opportunity to be like. I mean, half of me was like, I don't know whose house this is, and this uh, this could be kind of yeah. weird. Well, when we walked in, he was walking behind us, and I stopped. I was like, nah. And he's like, all right, I'll lead the way. Like, no, fuck you. I've seen so many movies. You're going to pull out, like, a fucking cow gun or something and, like, kill us. Yeah. So I was like, no. Um, and we walk through. We go to the backyard, and there's all these, like, young people, I'd say, in their 20s, um, yeah, early oh, 30s. Yeah. Some I'd say half of them had face paint on, and I overheard another guy going, "No man, it's a raccoon." And I was like, "Okay, wow, wow." Um, yeah, I was I was thinking like it seemed like Kiss, like the Kiss band makeup. It was like, so it, fucking weird. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Um, we we later found out there was like a band that played in the area, and then I guess this was like the after party where they found out they came all over there. So it's like maybe they were in a Kiss cover band i don't know yeah i, I don't know <laughs> it was, man. yeah it's very interesting <laughs> uh 
But then you uh, you asked me where the bathroom was, and I was like, I've never been here before, uh, and I'm, I, I don't want to look for yeah, the bathroom yeah, in yeah. this place. So we went back to my place, and we went to the bathroom, and you were like, you want to go back? I was like, fuck it, let's go back. Yeah, yeah, why and not? Yeah. We, yeah, so yeah, weird so enough. we went back. It was weird. I wanted to get more of the weird. I like how yeah. every single person that we talked to, I was like, so how do you know this guy? I don't know. First time I've ever been here. No idea who this guy is. I was like, what? <laughs> what? And it's, it um, ma- makes me assume, like, does he do this all the time? And, you know. What did he say? Like, he was, he I say, remember like, he was wearing he's platform been doing this for shoes. Like 15 years or something like that? Yeah. He said he lived here for 20 and it's been an open party house for the last 15. Wild. Man. Wild. That just sounds so like San Francisco. You know, you know, like yeah. If it dude. was like in Indiana, it'd be you'd you'd be dead. You would be fucking dead. But it's San Francisco, <laughs> so it's okay. You can do it for fifteen years yeah. and nothing Peace weird happens. Peace and love, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so then you know, I think what around two thirty, you're like, all right, look, you can go. I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we start following. We think they're going out, but they're actually going in. He had recreated the bridge of uh, the Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. In the area of his house, and everyone's like taking a seat, like they're about to launch into fucking space. And you're me like, well, we were trying to leave, so we were like, okay, cool. And we start to walk in. He's like, they're not into it. They're not into it. Shut the door. Shut the door on your way out. <laughs> Like shut the door, <laughs> and um, so I did not want to be in a shut door concealed yeah. area. <laughs> nope, in a place I don't know. Nope. But <laughs> it was a perfect uh, opportunity like, as for walk- us to leave, and it was good. Yeah, I'm glad we took it. As we were walking out, I noticed. Did you notice there was um, there was a camera? There's like a security camera, like with you know 24 hour surveillance at the front of the house. I'm like, this is fucked up and weird, man. Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can understand, like, a dude who has, like, probably, like, all this memorabilia. Although it seems like yeah. he made most most of it, too, but... Um, yeah, it does yeah, a little bit look like handmade. Yeah. Um, if you have an open house. But, you know, it's not like he's, like, he's not telling us, you know. It's just like, hey, come in the house. So, you know, like, we got to kind of piece wild. it together as we go, you know, <laughs> just, which was kind of the, the very interesting part about that experience. I think just kind of being there and, like, oh, wow, like, this dude, you know, he must be in a Star Trek because he's built, like, this... <laughs> like exact replica kind of model of the you know the the cabin or whatever and then you know i think i remember at one point you know you mentioned the lightsabers on the pool table he we i think we were when we were having that conversation with him you really quickly did. he just like well it's lightsaber fight and it's like all of a sudden he just gave me like a lightsaber and like that's right started, like, it was so bizarre it was so bizarre man so um that's right. but yeah it, i thought that was a very interesting experience and you know what honestly dude if we get our band if we get the band back in that area i honestly think we would probably return back to that house and just see how yeah i think so i think so i want it that was like a seven on the weird scale i want it to get to 11 yeah yeah i think it's just being an unknown place and just like we don't know any of these people we don't know who this is but it was like interesting to be there and like look at stuff and you know, try to pick this guy, you know, like at the same time we had, you know, we tried to like kind of talk and just kind of figure out like, Oh, Hey, you know, how long you've been here? And like, you know, what, is this a normal thing? Do you get, do this all the time? Like it, it, the curiosity was super high. And I think, I think it, that's what we were really kind of hanging on to. It's just like, Oh, this is just so different. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. So that, that was a very interesting experience, man. And, uh, 
quite a quite a in, fun and interesting story to tell, and just kind of like, I think I think that's that's going to go on a list of very interesting kind of uh, nights out <laughs> kind of stories. Or I think you're right, man. I think you're right. <laughs> we've, we've had plenty of them in Monterey, and and you know it's cool that like this was a weekend where we all got to hang out together and like see each other and, and not seeing each other all the time. So it was like, it was a great to like share that too. <laughs> That's why I was like, you know what, Joey, like let's just go in this place, whatever. <laughs> I loved it. I, I got would not trade it for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, right on, man. Well, cool. yeah, it was a good, it was a good weekend. What else has been up? What, what else is good? Um, man, any, any like movie news stuff? Um, well, I, know, I can't like, think of anything. So, oh, did, oh. Paul Dano was cast as Riddler. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, cast as Riddler. I think Jonah Hill's out now. or Jonah Hill is out. Really in the, and apparently Seth Rogen yeah. was up or something, but he's out too. I had no idea. Um, uh, I'm I saw Jansom Bobby that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. I yeah. there's so much lag. I'm like, are we done on the topic? And then I just move I on know. to the next thing. I don't mean to. Um, no, no, it's cool, man. Uh, yeah, Jane Sob struck, uh, dude. Uh, the reboot, remake, or reboot? Is that called reboot? Reboot. I went with my my brother, um, and we sit down, and it, they start playing Jane Sob Bob Strike Back, and it turned out it was a double feature. So we got to dude, see both that's movies. That's so awesome, man. It was cool. cool. And I mean, I love Strike Back. Um, that is one of my favorite movies. I think it's so, it's, a it's such comedy, a dumb yeah. movie, but it's so smart, like on another yeah. level, you know? Um, yeah. Exactly, man. So that was, that was a and real then How'd you feel about uh, Reboot? I think it's the best of Kevin Smith's latest work. I mean, it's definitely better than fucking Yoga Hosers, but it's more quality-wise in line with his newer work. If that makes sense, okay. It's the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> cool, brother. Um, yeah. What about uh, what about television? Where uh, was someone was someone from the show on TV earlier? Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I was I was so I've been playing um, worship music um, in the last I don't know year. Or two, and um, been playing with a, a gentleman, uh, John Martin. I think I mentioned him probably before on the on the show. Um, but I played this conference like a couple weeks ago um, called CDJ, and um, it's a very kind of it's kind of broadcasted worldwide, but it, it has a huge Latin community behind it. Um, and yeah, today I was in a a, a TV studio um, playing a couple songs with John Martin on on their program and. Um, uh, I guess the whole thing too this week with their TV station. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'll probably butcher the name, but um, they were very kind to us and, and really welcoming. And uh, yeah, they were doing a like a telethon. Uh, telethon is that what it's called? Where you know yeah. people donate. It's and, um, it's the name uh, that you put what you tagged on Instagram, right? Yes. Yes. So if you want to give them a shout out, it is. Oh fuck! I'm gonna butcher it. El Sombrador Nueva Evangelization. Evangelization. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, it, it was cool, man. <laughs> we, we pretty much just played <laughs> some songs in between. Um, they had like some guest speakers and they're doing programming until like, I think, 9 p.m. tonight. And then they're doing it for two weeks uh, of the tele- telethon. 
but it oh, was shit. super cool just to kind of I've you know I've never really been aside from like Universal Studios or something I've never really been in them or oh, I remember we did that WB um, uh, we did do the WB tour, tour. thing that was fun but yeah like it, it's my only I've never really been in like a live television like studio setting where you see like they're cutting the audio they're are they're um, you know recording the audio and then they're you know they're piecing together the the different camera angles and the you know those different screens and all that. Um, and then, you know, they had guest speakers and we, we legit got like the 30 second warning before we played, you know, it was like all this stuff that was really interesting. And, um, and apparently we, they, um, the, someone gave us a tour kind of the studio and they were saying that, um, I think it's about 500 like channels, like digital channels that it gets broadcasted to. And they reach about 97 million people. That's um, fucking wild. Yeah. So, like, I didn't realize that when we were on. It's like, oh, wow. Like, we're going to, you know, it's a pretty fairly good-sized studio. Um, you know, they have a couple, like, sets where they have, you know, people who can speak and, you were know, there, kind of Was there a live audience there? Not a live audience. It was funny, though, because they did have laugh tracks for, oh, like, clapping wild. tracks. Yeah. And, and some of the, like, funny, some of the cameramen were, like, you know, clapping and stuff. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it was really interesting, and um, it apparently it's one of the uh, biggest kind of um, TV show stations that broadcasts um, this denomination of, um, um, I guess it'd be Catholic, I'm sure. Um, but it's yeah, it was an incredible experience, um, and we we were we only played for about an hour, but you know we got there and just kind of got acquainted with everyone and. Um, yeah, it was really cool, man. I, I've never been in that kind of situation before, and you know, I've been playing a lot of these worship gigs, and I think it's been really cool to kind of get an opportunity to to use music and and kind of use it as a connector for people, and um, you know, being able to now realize that music being broadcasted to tell you know other t- television shows and other people around the world, um, you know, it can't be you know I'm so thankful to like be a part of that, and again, it's it's just. You know, um, with John Martin, you know, working with him and, you know, we wrote a song with him and uh, we've been playing these gigs with him. So it's it's been great and it's kind of a true test to like, you know, it is really kind of, you know, building kind of your network of people and meeting and creating relationships with people around you. And, um, you know, it's just like I couldn't imagine like doing something like this, I think, even even last year, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, cool, uh, it's kind of amazing. So yeah, that, that's what I did today. So I'm just kind of fresh from that. And, um, I got to figure out a way to find if they're going to have it like, um, streamed on YouTube or if there's a way like they'll, you know, have it so people can watch it later. Yeah. We got to um, share that shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it, yeah, it was super fun, man. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, just kind of going with, going with it, going with the wave and kind of, just seeing where it takes me, so. Right on, um, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was fun. Fuck <laughs> it. Cool. Um, well, congratulations. Yeah. I'm very excited for you. I don't sound Thanks, it. Dude. But oh, I am. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful, Shawnee. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> should we get to some lists, my friend? Yeah, dude. Let's do it. Let's fuck shit up. Um, would you like to go first? Would you like I to go first? Um, Joe, you go first this week. All right. All right. Your, well, I'm about to bring the mood way week. down. Um, 
So mm-hmm. as, as I've, I've mentioned on uh, the show, the past year has been a little... Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this week, it's been one year that I've been on my own. So um, I, you know, we've done heartbreak records or, or breakup records or whatever. Shawnee, what, what makes your top five heartbreak viewing? It can be TV or movies. What do you watch oh, when you're wow. when you're heartbroken Ooh, and sad? I like that. I really like that because it. Yeah, there's uh, man. Okay, um, you know it's funny. I was thinking about watching this movie after we podcast, and it's based off our kind of based off our show, and uh, and also I just recently listened to a podcast with John Cusack on it, and it's really? the movie High Fidelity. Yes. Um, yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a it's a great movie, uh, kind of an ad- adaptation from the book. Um, you know, we've talked about it multiple times on the show, but pretty much the you know John Cusack's character is works at a record store and he's kind of counting down his top five breakups, and it's uh, just a nice little um, movie about just kind of relationships and um, just the different you know kind of things that you go through, and um, especially with John Cusack's character Rob, like. You know, he's kind of, he lets in the audience. He's, you know, he's pretty much the, the narrator for the audience and kind of, kind of lets people in on, on, you know, what he's thinking or, you know, kind of how he feels about certain things. So it's like, it's great because it, it almost kind of has this more, um, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know what's the best word, like, not intimate, but like, yeah. As an audience member and seeing this, it's like you the relatability and how you can relate to that character is heightened because, you know, he's addressing the audience in that way. And, you know, he's like, hey, you know, it's almost like, you know, you have you been through this before? You know, it, it, it kind of ponders that question. Um, so I don't know why yeah. I got super deep on high fidelity, but <laughs> it's I a funny it. movie, too. I love it. That's, uh, that's what this list is all about. But yeah, it is one of my one of my favorite movies up there because it, it has such a great soundtrack. Um, you know, there's a lot of different themes and topics in that movie. It's and, funny uh, and violent, and the it's soundtrack funny. kicks fucking ass. Ass, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Direct quotes. <laughs> it's super quotable too, by the way. It is. So, um, it is. So yeah, high fidelity. I, w- I would put that at number one, man. I mean, I just feel like it's got like a lot of th- you know. A lot of things, and you know, and spoiler. Kind of, we share number one. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Okay, breakup. Ah oh, man. Um, oh, man. There's just so many. I'm, I've been listening to so much music too lately. Yeah. Uh damn. Oh wow. Um. Damn. Okay, uh, let's see, breakups, breakups. I'm trying to think of, like, I don't want to be super, like, on the nose with, like, oh, it's about a movie about a breakup. But sometimes it, yeah, could be. Um, I don't know, man. I, I've been listening to, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, name albums, maybe, or songs, but, like, I've been li- listening to a multiple, multitude of things. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of connected with, uh, funny enough, Blink has always had, some good breakup yeah, songs and they, they do good, yeah. good comments on relationships and stuff. Um, as, uh, you know, I know their stuff's like, you know, some of that probably dates a little bit back there, but, um, I don't know, man, I've been really into, you know, some of the old blink stuff. Uh, man, 
it's tough, man. There's just like tons of stuff I've been listening to. Um, there's a band, I think I mentioned them last week, Issues, that I've been really into. Yeah. Um, their record is pretty much about breaking up. Um, and I don't know, it's it's got like some unique, uh, you know, the, they blend a lot of genres. So I, I find that kind of cool that they're able to kind of musically provide you with these different songs, um, but also with the kind of a message behind um, the kind of struggles with like relationships and, um, you know, even kind of the the aftermath of some you know certain relationships or whatnot if they you know with the breakup um man. that's all that's all wild but um <laughs> we're looking for movies and tv oh sorry movies and TV. <laughs> i'm just fucking with movies you. and tv um or man. web series webisodes you know what uh i'm gonna go with um yeah <sighs> You you might have this on your list. Californication. Yeah. With uh, oh, Hank shit. Moody, uh, Dave Dave Duchovny, Hank Moody. Yep. Um, one because the 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 show is I mean Dave Duchovny as a as a writer um, who is just doing all sorts of stuff. He's boozing and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying I, I you know, I'm not I'm not trying to emulate what he's doing in the show, but um, there is a lot of yeah, there's a lot of. Things as far as you know, relationships and and yeah. you know his kind of the through line and throughout the whole series is he's still kind of in love with his kind of with uh, Karen, his kind yeah. of first love, I would say. So um, it's and, it's raunchy as hell, but it's got a sweetheart underneath. Yeah, it, you know? that's a good uh, that's a good word to put it. Um, so Californication, um, just because of just the the just kind of extreme of Hank Moody and. But his also poetic heart in a way, and just kind of his comments on on relationships and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna Californication. Um, it's funny because it, honestly, I've been listening to like a lot of music breakup stuff, yeah. but um, not necessarily a lot of movies. That's why I'm like, oh, High Fidelity be perfect tonight. Uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know, like, ah, oh, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a breakup movie. Well, that's good. I mean, as long as it can kind of help you or get you through or what, like when yeah. you're just sad and down. What is what? What do you throw on? Like this is on my top fives of all time movies, and um, I, I still really love it. And it's it's got music. It's got you know just you know all sorts of stuff in it. And um, it's the movie that thing you do. And, Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. I don't know. It's it's got a lot of different things happening. You know, there's, uh, ba- you know, becoming a band and and you know the kind of tropes of that. And then there's you know um, relationships, you know, behind that. And you know, uh, you know, how do you deal with like success and you know, kind of that. And um, but it's just such a nice, genuine film, and I just really mm-hmm. love it for for that. Um, you know, it's written and directed by Tom Hanks, and he also stars in it as well as their manager. Um, yes. and it's just, I don't know. It's just so, it's so much fun. And I, it's, again, it's on my top five of all time because I could just watch that movie like on repeat if I wanted Super to. Super quotable. It's a movie I can. Like sneakily quotable. Sneakily quotable. Um, I mean, the characters, the music is amazing. The soundtrack. So um, good. You know, even the, that thing you do single, which is the, they call it the one hit wonder, right? In the, in the film is like the, it's just one of my favorite songs and it's. It's really good. And it holds up. Every it time does. I watch it, I'm like, I'm singing along, dude. 
So and they build it, it, it up definitely, throughout the movie. You know, you hear them practicing it. It's all slow, and then you hear it stripped down at the at the at the show or the talent show, or whatever it is, at the Battle of the Bands, and then they, you know. It yeah. just gets progressively bigger and better and tighter, and it's so cool. It's so cool to see it's, that like evolution, man. you know. Yeah, and I think that's like my favorite thing about the movie is like, yeah, you see kind of this progression of this band and and where they're at and their kind of lives, and you know, all of them have you know, all of them are are different. I would say different pages of their lives too, and they you know end up having this kind of success of the song and get signed to a label and all this stuff and. It's cool, man. It, I, and I like the time period it's in. You know, it kind of has that like Fab Four, like the kind of Beatles era type, yeah. you know, thing. So there's a lot of you know things that are, I would say, kind of related to Beatle, you know, Beatlemania and the, yeah. you know, all those. It's very bands much that were of like, out. what if the Beatles happened in America, and what if they only had one, one hit single? You know, yeah, one hit. yeah. Like, it's wild. Exactly, man. It is kind of like Beatles fan fiction yeah. in a way. Dude, yeah, and and you know what? Like for for a movie that you know some of the uh, even actors or you know like Liv Tyler's in it, and I think before she really got popular, and I, I don't know, it's just every like person 19. in the film. Yeah, she was super young in that, and I, I, yeah, it was just cool. I, I really liked you know everyone kind of had their moments, and it, it was I felt even though Guy Guy Stevens is like one of the main characters, he's the drummer of the band. Um, Guy Stevens, the Guy Stevens, Guy, Guy, Guy Patterson. Patterson, Guy Patterson. Sorry, um, <laughs> Guy, Guy Patterson, <laughs> Guy. <laughs> you are my uh, biggest fan. I am Spartacus. Oh, quotes all day. All <laughs> so day, good, dude. so good. Um, but yeah, man, every character had its. They all had their own kind of thing in the film and their own moments, and you kind of got an idea of like where they're where they're at in their lives. So I, I always like movies like that where it's like. You know, they could be on the up and up and there's all these things happening, but it's also like, hey, the bass players, you know, going to the military or thinking about the military and, you know, lead singer is, a, you know, an asshole and he's not cool with, you know, Liv Tyler's character, his girlfriend. And so it's just like, you know, there's a lot of relatable things that you can pull from the movie and I think yeah. that's why I like it the most. So And Steve Zahn has um, just never been better. Oh, I know. Steve Zahn's amazing in it. Um, Secret fucking weapon yeah. of that movie. Exactly, dude. Yeah. He's like, you're a lucky... Oh, man, there's that part where he's like, you're... Can you believe this? You're a lucky man. Like, the crowd's going wild. He's like, I can't believe this. And he's like, just, like, staring back at a guy, and, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I'm just here, you know. Um, How did we yeah. get here? How did I let you here. Fry Spartacus. Spartacus, yes. Man, he's married. Um, anyways, that thing you do, awesome movie. Great movie. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Um, okay. TV movie. I am trying to think of so many different things. Um, I, you know, I've actually mentioned this show before. Um, and I haven't watched it in a minute. It, you know, I probably watched it, uh, maybe once or twice through, maybe twice through. Um, okay. It's uh board board to death. Um, with, oh. um, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. Um, Zach Galifianakis, uh, long story short, the series is about a, um, uh, a pretty much a writer, uh, writer gone, um, pu- uh, private detective in the, sh- in the movie or in the show. And, um, it kind of kickstarts with, uh, his kind of failed relationship and 
um, the initial kind of breakup with his girlfriend and it kind of sets him to do what he he's had this interest of being a private detective and he never really found an opportunity to do it. And so it just kind of starts off that way. And, and then all of a sudden he just starts picking up cases and it's nice. interesting. And there's a lot of comments on relationships and, and um, it's just interesting because, you know, I think that's what kind of you hope for with, you know, the breakup is, I know it's tough and, you know, it some takes time and stuff, but you know, it's also like finding new things and opportunities to do and, and finding more about yourself. And I can kind of relate to that with like Jason Schwartzman where he's like, you know, he's a writer and, you know, that's kind of like what he's good at. Um, but also he's had just such an interest in something that, you know, doesn't involve writing or, you know, and, you know, he's, he's built up these kind of things about private detectives through those, through, you know, books he's read or, you know, movies he's seen. And it's just like such an interesting concept for someone to just take like kind of a, a 180 on like what they're doing in their life and just like do this. It's so pretty cool. It, it's uh yeah, it's very interesting. And if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's on HBO. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many I've named off already. Have I named five? <laughs> that was four. Four. You got one more. Uh, I can honestly think of more stuff if I if I can really dig deep. But uh, now that you say like just things that kind of get you on the up and up. Um, man, this is so tough. I can think of two breakup movies that I, I haven't put on my list that I'm just thinking now I can throw your way if you like. Ooh. If you want a lifeline. Um, you know what? Forgetting Star Marshall. I'm gonna go okay, that was one of the ones I was going to say. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. That, that definitely, as, you know, it's obvious the movie is about this guy who breaks up with his girlfriend and he goes to Hawaii and like all this stuff happens. But, um, it's, it's an interesting take on, you know, the, you know, kind of a breakup in a movie and, um, the Jason, especially Jason Schwartzman and Emilia Kunis, like their chemistry together is, is great. And, um, you know, uh, what's her name? Um, Kristen Bell plays his ex-girlfriend mm. and it's funny cause it's like, you know, a situation where it's like, what if you see your ex-girlfriend, in a place that you're trying to escape to. So it's like that whole situation and, you know, how that goes down. And Jason Schwartzman is just, you know, he's super funny in it. He's, um, you know, he shows a little bit of his musical skill in it too. You know, he's, he's great. Cause, and he also plays a, um, a sound, you know, a guy who writes soundtracks for TV and it's, it's the funny little pun right there with, um, you know, he's, uh, he's writing the music for the television show that his ex-girlfriend stars on so it's like this you know it's just this kind of sticky situation where he's like well you know i don't know how to feel about my work now because i'm you know i can see, i see her all day now or i see her when I, i'm writing music and this is how i feel and there's like this great scene where he's just like just so sad and he's just like making like the most depressing music but um <laughs> but you know it's like it's it's real you know i feel like you know if some if someone's in that situation you know i think you know i, I would feel the same way so um, and I don't know, it has a lot of good genuine moments in there and, and a lot of, you know, some heart too. And, um, you know, a couple guest, you know, s- stars in there. There's like Bill Hader's in it. Um, Jonah Hill's in it too. Um, That's right. Uh, Russell, Russell Brand uh, is Russell Aldous Brand, Snow. Aldous Snow. Um, so yeah, man, it's super, it's just one of my favorite movies. Um, you know, when you're kind of going through something like that or, you know, you're, and honestly, if it's if you're not even going through a breakup, I think it's it's still a pretty good comedy, and and it really plays very well. And even to this like in this day and age, I think it's it still holds up. And I mm-hmm. can't remember when it released, but 
Yeah, it's been a couple years. Six, maybe. Yeah, it's it's been a couple years now. So, um, but yeah, man, that's those are kind of movies I'm I'm thinking of on the top of my head. Um, I like it. For sure, watching High Fidelity tonight. Uh, that, like that was Hell my yeah. thing. I wanted to make uh, like my little date night to myself. <laughs> I was like, Fuck High Fidelity yeah. for sure. After yeah. the podcast. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, um, I love that, Joey. Now I'm I'm curious to hear yours because uh, yeah. man, you have you've even said. I mean, High Fidelity was a movie you showed me, and um, yeah, I watched it way too young. I picked it up in yeah. seventh grade. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, me and my brother only found it funny because they say fuck a lot. But, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those movies every time I watch it, every year I watch it, I I understand it more. I understand what mm-hmm. they're saying and, and fuck, you know, and, and Rob is really not like a good person, like not a good character. And there's, and I think that's super relatable. No one is as good as your normal protagonist hero is, right? Like everyone yeah. has kind of, everyone's fucked up. Everyone's made mistakes and this guy lays it all out there. And yeah. um, it's kind of hard to accept it because he's the main character of the movie, but it, that makes it all the more real, all the more human. Um, it's at the top of my list mm-hmm. as well. So I have a deadline for number one and then I'll start back at the bottom. <sighs> I have Chasing Amy at number five, and I just, I haven't watched it in years. It's hard to watch because I think Kevin Smith uh, really nailed, you know, a few things, like the breakup, the Madonna Horror Complex, the fucking, all these different, like, the the way the past and, it you know, having hang-ups or getting, you know, thinking about things too much, obsessing about things can really just fuck up the present for you. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's kind of a hard movie to watch because it's, you know, it's a hard movie to watch. I mean, not least of all because we're in 2019 and gender politics have changed and you can't have a gay character turn straight for Ben Affleck. Like, that's just not okay. Um, yeah. They kind of explain it, but, you know, whatever. Um, it's, you know, he when he talks about the movie, he says it's his, his heart just on a slap. You know, it's just, that is real. That is him. And I fully believe it. And, um, yeah, Chasing Amy. Gutting. It's a gutting viewing. (laughs) Um, I need to watch it again. It's probably not, I'm like almost scared to watch it. Because, I mean, it just, it fucking had such a, it hit me real hard. You know, I need Mm -hmm. to watch it again. Anyway, number four, um, Old School. Oh, Um, man. Yeah, dude. It begins with one of the greatest breakups in fucking movie <laughs> history. We were talking about this this uh, weekend, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Juliette Lewis, when she blows out her cigarette out the side of her mouth, goes, I'm really sorry. One of my favorite <laughs> fucking moments, like, just ever. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but, yeah, and then it's about, you know, uh, Luke Wilson trying to navigate this breakup and figure out his life after, you know, uh, he wasn't married, but he might as well have been. He, you know, he says it at Will Ferrell's wedding. He's like, you know, we had a dog. Um, you know, we had a house, like we had all these things together and, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's starting your life over. And if your friends are Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell, shit's going to get fucking wild. Um, you know, but thank God they know a good Sam guy. Um, number three, uh, I feel weird putting this on my list because Woody Allen is canceled, but Annie Hall, Annie Hall is one of the greatest fucking breakup movies um 
and and Diane Keaton is is I love her so much in that fucking movie. She is so spazzy and weird and wonderful and it's such a great performance and everything you know whether it's timely or holds up or whatever everything all the things that they go through as a couple and the relationship it's all so honest and true and mm-hmm. um yeah it hits it hits home you know and number two californication number one high fidelity uh yeah californication oh, <laughs> shit man you know um yeah you know hank moody is i think every single man's dream or to be that way, to be that person, not that, oh, I want to fuck him. I mean, well, that too, but you know, um, you know, he's, he's just, he's got swagger and he's this piece of shit, but his redeeming quality is that he's still in love with the, the woman of his dreams and he'll do anything to get her back. He just happens to not be able to get out of his own fucking way. Yeah. And I think that's something we can all relate to. And I think when you're going through heartbreak and everything, that's, that's all it is. You can't get out of your own fucking way. Um, and nothing is going right, and it all feels like your fault. And uh, yeah, I feel you. And high fidelity, man. You know, we already kind of talked about it. It's fucking that movie has has kind of navigated me through not only breakups but relationships. Scarily enough, um, for the better part of my life, it's wild, wild. Found that movie what in oh one or oh two, so that's. 17 years I've been watching that fucking movie. Man. Pretty nuts. That's crazy, dude. Pretty nuts. I wanted to get a Criterion yeah. release. I really think High Fidelity deserves a Criterion release. But yeah. that's just me. <laughs> I like your list, though, cool. Shawnee. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tough to think. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Yes. We, you know, we about, skipped but... over 500 Days of Summer. Um, yeah. Party Down would actually make my list. Party Down. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Such yeah, a good I'm, show. There's probably like a lot of shows that are probably in that, like in the realm of this of this top yeah. five. But who knows? Maybe we'll have to revisit this one for a future episode. We might. We just <laughs> fucking might. Uh, Shawnee, do you have a top five for me, my friend? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this man, like I don't know bad. why I thought of this, but. Um, I know. Uh, yeah, so I, I was um, watching this video just about um, sound design and sound effects in movies. And we've touched on this, I think, on the show before, like um, kind of top, like top five sound design movies and th- that kind of thing. But I, I was thinking, like, have we ever done, like, just boiled down to top five sound effects in movies, and yes, particularly bitch. ones that are very iconic or recognizable. Um, and yeah, they can be, you know, you could set the scene if you want or whatnot, but yeah, it's, uh, sound, you know, sound design and, you know, the effects that are created for, you know, the Foley and some of this, uh, some mm. of these movies are, are very important because, you know, they, they yes. really, you know, they take what's visually what we're seeing and, and really kind of putting obviously a sound to it and, and creating this kind of, you know, the, you know, it's working on all our, all our, all our senses as far as, you know, being to hear something and, and really believe what you're seeing. And, um, and then, you know, some of the sound effects and stuff that we see in movies are very unique and made, f- you know, you know, for that movie. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Joey, anyways, 
What are your top five sound effects? This is fun. This is fun. Um, Yeah, for those, I mean, if you're listening to the show, obviously you have an interest in this sort of stuff, so you probably already know fully and all that kind of stuff. But basically, an ADR, basically everything you hear in a movie is is done after the fact. Very little is actually picked up on the day. So, I mean, footsteps, um, the sound of ocean, waves crashing, or, you know, anything, anything. Yeah. the sound of a doorknob or, you know, whatever. That's all done in post. Um, and, like, um, when I think of, uh, well, we'll get to it. Anyway, number five. I'm going to go with um, Batman 89. I don't have anything specific. It's just this movie, I can listen to it with my eyes closed, and I'm back in my old house. Like, I, it's just, it is the most nostalgic fucking movie for me. And it all... Most of it is the Foley work, like the sound of his boots on the grate in the chemical plant, the sound yeah. of him picking up Jack Napier, um, you know, the sound of a gun cocking, um, everything. And absolutely, that whole movie is such a sensory overload for me, um, and it, and mo- and visually, absolutely, but also the Foley work just as much. Um, yeah. So yeah, Batman Nine. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with, um, I believe it's Evil uh, Evil Dead 2, maybe Army of Darkness. but um, And I was going to go with like the chainsaw, but I was like, nah, nah, nah. One sound that's always kind of like stuck with me is when he opens the Necronomicon. Because the Necronomicon is bound in human flesh and inked in blood. And you hear it kind of stretch. You know, it sounds like this old <laughs> skin leather. You know, and he opens it up and... Um, that sound is always kind of fucking stuck with me. So I'm like, yeah, that's what that book would fucking sound like if sound you like, open yeah. it up, you know? <laughs> um, number three, like when you kind of told me this, uh, you thank you for the heads up because I would not have been able to do this one on the spot. Um, when I watched the Spider-Man, we're talking Sam Raimi Spider-Man kids, your grandpa's Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> like the special features were so great because they actually showed, you know, two people working in the studio and a giant movie screen mm-hmm. and you know the, the movie would be playing and then they would be having all these props and different things to create sounds with and just cue those sounds to the movie and it was so mm-hmm. cool and I, you know it really gives you a good visual of like what the process is and you know how, what work goes into it um, and I'm going to go with Spidey's whip or web his web um, the oh, the whip yeah. you know yeah yeah like when you hear that you you immediately think Spider-Man you know, mm-hmm. like it's just like it's a kind of an organic s- sound, and yeah, you know. Wow, that's a that's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two, Indy's whip crack. Of course, man. You gotta get some I mean, you gotta have Indy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and number one, a lightsaber turning on. You know the Ooh. or. Okay. You know, the, there's, yeah. there's a few different sounds for it, um, and it's all fucking just so good. I like that. I like how you specifically so picked, like, the sound, like, how it turns on. Like, that's a, di- yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a different sound that they had to create for the lightsaber. Um, right? Dude, that's... Because oh, it's man, different that's, than the... That's interesting. Wah. Man. So, you know, it's... Yeah. yeah, man, that makes me think. So I have, I have a lightsaber as number one, too. Uh, Fantastic. No, no big surprise there. Um, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the moving, like the humming sound. 
Yes. Um, there's some good moments, uh, like in A New Hope, where um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is facing Vader, and, you know, Luke and, and the rest of them are, are kind of watching them kind of um, duel together. And there's a moment where, you know, they're like Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, they're kind of pacing with each other, just kind of, they're not even attacking mm-hmm. each other. And there's some yeah. dialogue that gets, oh man, it's so good. But there's like, you can, t- you know, that humming and the just the sound it create, created. And, I, and that was the, one of the first movies that they, you know, used this effect and sound and, and kind of set the, the tone for what lightsabers sound like. But just that that humming noise and the way they move and the and the just like there's this, like this weird elegance funny enough you know because it's like sword play um but it it gave it gave it a sense of life and and movement to this this object that they obviously you know they weren't real lightsabers they weren't real you know they were props and and you know they were able to create this kind of inanimate object to to create like this life to it and a, and a character to it, and I think that's also very important with like sound design and like, you know, bringing life to these kind of objects and and you know, and then also yeah, stuff that happens in the background. But um, yeah, uh, lightsaber for number one for sure. Hell yeah! Uh, I'm gonna work backwards. Okay, I'm trying to think of like all the different sounds I can think of. Uh, man, I I don't want to do do too much Star Wars, but. Um, hey, I'm gonna go five. It's gonna be art. There's a lot of sounds in Star Wars, and, and I think that's uh, you know power to like Skywalker sound and just all the teams behind the Star Wars, even just even the current Star Wars franchise. Like they were able to really create something very unique, um, and then of course a lot of sci-fi. You know these days, and even in the past, you know I feel like I've taken a lot, and you know I've kind of looked at what star Wars did to, you know, to movie going audiences and, and it's an impact. So, with um, their fingers, yeah. I'm going to go with R2 D2, um, as my, as my top five, my, my number five, um, one, cause he, again, kind of similar, like the web shooter thing. It, it's just such a recognizable iconic sound. Once you hear the little, yeah. beep, doo, 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 the beeps of R2 D2, you know, immediately that's R2 D2 from star Wars. Unless you haven't seen Star Wars in your life and have never heard of those characters, but um, well, no, but I mean, even even yeah, if you it, hadn't, you so, still understand so like what he's trying to communicate. You know, like you can you can infer so much from exactly. That sound. And he, it, exactly, and and there are those moments where you know, especially within like A New Hope, and you know, with like Luke Skywalker and R two D 2s relationship, and you know, they talk to each other and you're right. Like there's like little sequences that R2D2 does, um, that, you know, kind of, and then, you know, Luke kind of responds back and, you know, you, you, you can see they're communicating with each other, but there's, there's like the moments, there's also like the moments where like R2D2 is sad and he does this kind of like, like, yeah, like little like humming <laughs> sound. And it's like, it's funny. Cause like that immediately tells you like, it's like, Oh, he's like, sad or he's thinking about something you know it's it's so interesting to think about that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah or like yeah he's like wandering around or he's curious so then that's another sign so they, they they did very well to like create again with this this robot you know we're supposed to believe this is a ro a hum- like a robot that thinks on its own has a mind of its own and you know is smart and intelligent but also witty and and kind of you know kind of a smartass sometimes you know kind but that's sexy, the thing it's, yeah. they were they were able to take that sound and really make you feel that way and um 
you know, something as iconic as R2-D2. So number five, R2-D2. I like it. Uh, for the win. Um, FT-Dub. FT-Dub. Number four, I'm going to go with, uh, man, uh, number four, I'm trying to think of other sounds. Um, you know, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, man, this is tough. Fam, how did you how did you give me this one ahead of time and not prepare a okay. fucking list? I'm gonna go what to... the hell? <laughs> You're making me think of all sorts of stuff. I don't want to. I think I had mostly <laughs> Star Wars centric list, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to mix it up a little bit. Um, That's fair. That is fair. Just shake it up, baby. Now. <laughs> so five. Let's go four. I'm gonna go. Yo, I'm gonna go another. I'd say a iconic film, uh, uh, freaking Jurassic Park, man. Um, the oh T Rex. Uh, That's amazing. T Rex yell, growl, or whatever it's called. Um, which is cool. I read up on how they created that sound. They mixed like all sorts of different animal roars, like yeah, tigers and like all sorts of stuff. And that's so elephants cool and crocodiles and shit. Yeah, like yeah, like that's the that's what it takes to create a sound like that, and you know, an experimentation and and just yeah, just a you know a different ear and the when the T Rex, especially I remember like the last one of the last scenes you see the T Rex where you know it's in that um, kind of was the main hall of the Jurassic Park and um, it you know busts out and it eats the raptors and the sign you know falls down and it says like when dinosaurs ruled the world. Yeah, and it just stands there for a second, and then it just Whoa. roars so loud. And I remember, yeah. like, I remember, was I in the theater when I watched this one? I, I just remember, like, I don't know who, if I watched it on like surround sound or something, but I like just I remember like being in the theater and like seeing that and like how scary it felt and how real it felt to like, yeah, to, like the dinosaurs are real, like in this movie, and they were able to make it so. That you, you know, when you heard them, you know, the, the creature like a T-Rex, like you felt like you felt scared. You felt like fear and 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 also like, wow, these things, you know, these things did exist and they still, you know, still could exist in our day and, and day and age. So um, it's super iconic. And when you hear that noise, I always think Jurassic Park or, you know, T-Rex or what whatnot. Oh, um, yeah. And you know what? Oh, that's I a could, good one. I could go. I could piggyback off that and say the raptor sound too um was very unique as well and you know they they um definitely commented a lot on the raptor sound and how they you know raptors use these different calls to communicate and you know they're very intelligent creatures and you know we're able to to you know hunt in in packs and and communicate with each other so i like how they initially use the sound also to show you like the you know, the, um, the anatomy and physique of a raptor and how they behaved in, you know, in their kind of normal, you know, situation or life. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hunting humans, so, just part of their daily, <laughs> daily repertoire. Repertoire. Uh, so that's my number, uh, Fo. four. You got two more. My four, right? Four. Two you, more. So you had um, R2 is five for Jurassic. Jurassic Park. Um, let's go for three. I'm going to go with. Uh, oh man, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with. Um, man, uh, uh, 
I don't know if this would be considered a sound effect. So maybe I'm thinking the wrong thing. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I could say... You got this, Shawnee. This is your I, list. I, I believe in you. I'm going to say Toy Story. Toy Story. And okay. a lot of different toy sounds are happening. I always... Like the plastic kind of hitting the floor and... Yeah, the plastic in the floor. There's like Buzz Lightyear's, uh, you know, his kind of like the, you know, the laser toy sounds and like all those oh, things. Yeah. And of course, yeah. it, it's supposed to, you know, bring you that feeling of like playing with toys when you're a kid and and how they would, you know, kind of, uh, you know, how you would kind of play imagination, you know, kind of uh, play, play house and imagine things. And, um, you know, the sound design was great because, yeah, they were able to take inanimate objects and and bring these toys to life but also use kind of the sound design and 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 sounds from like classic toys that we might you know remember as kids so um but i always think of like i know i know it's a line of dialogue but i always think of like woody when you pull the back and he's like you're my best friend (laughs) yeah and it's just like it's such a you know heartfelt moment you know with that character and andy his you know the his uh his friend his owner of the of him and I, I don't know why I said that owner of him, but yeah, he well, owns his toys. Technically, but. you're right, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, there's a lot of different sounds happening in that, but it really drives home, like, each each character has their specific sound. Um, I'm trying to remember the, the yeah. uh, slinky doggy guy. I'm trying to remember what his name is. Slinky. But, you know, that, like, the, you know, they have a slinky, so... He, slinky! That's, is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, like those sounds are, you know, they're very the, to the physique of the character, too, and, and how they are. Um, and also just how, you know, kind of like how they act in the film, too, as well. You know, Buzz Lightyear, he's like jumping around, super erratic, hitting his laser all the time. So you hear a lot of the sounds all the time. Yeah, um, they're, the sounds and the physicality go together. Yeah. Oh, man. OK, so yeah, Toy Story for three. And then I'm going to go number two. Um, especially in my favorite, one of my, again, top five favorite movies, Back to the Future. Oh. Um, it's the DeLorean, dude. Hell yeah. And I don't know how to describe the sound it makes. It sounds like, you know, when you're like at an airport sometimes and like the engine is going, but it's not like, they're not like flying just yet. And you can kind of hear like these. Yeah. It's just wind, I don't up. know. Wh- yeah. I don't know whoa, what whoa, that whoa, is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Um, all sorts of stuff. And it just, yeah, it just, it's, and again, when I hear that noise, I immediately think of the DeLorean from the, from Back to the Future. It like really puts a picture in your head. It, you can really attach that sound to like what you're seeing. And um, yeah. yeah, like the powering on of the, of the time machine and like all the, you know, when the dates, you know, like when he turns it on and all the dates show up and like, this is where you, uh, this is like, this is where you were, this is where you're going and this is where you're going to be. Or like, you know, like, it's yeah. There's a lot of cool things. The flux capacitor and like it had this kind of like weird aura, like kind of elect electro- electronic sound. Um, yeah, there's just like tons of stuff in that movie. Um, even in the second film, when they had like the hoverboards and stuff, and they go to the future. Yeah. But um, m- mo- most mostly it's the DeLorean because of just those you know, and then of course the DeLorean had, you know, the the winged. Um, you know, doors, the doors that would go up vertically. And so like, you know, they had sounds for that and, and yeah. And it, you know, and this, of course it's, it's, it has a lot of sci-fi elements and, and they, they also kind of nod their head to like sci-fi literature and, and, 
and movies and stuff. So it's great that they were able to create sounds very unique to this vehicle. And, you know, the vehicle, I think, is one of the stars of the film. You know, it's it's mm. a very important part of the film. It's it's the time machine that they use and go back and forth. Um, and, and also it's, you know, this this vehicle that Marty McFly you know, ends up traveling in and, you know, throughout, throughout the three films, you know, their series. So, um, yeah, man, back to the future for number two. And Brilliant. Number one, lightsabers. I love it. Yes. I love it. It's been a minute since we've had a good old fashioned, uh, yeah, completely I, I, pop culture I brought top that one five. Up, but I also, yeah, it's a hard one. Cause there, yeah, there are a lot of sounds, you know, like I, I was thinking about the Wilhelm scream, you know the famous oh man uh, yeah. scream that's in like ton ton of the Lucasfilm movies and Spielberg movies. Ton of movies. It's, it's in a probably lot been of over a hundred movies. I think so. Which you know that'd be super interesting if you can. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I've even heard it without being aware of it. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure it's in it's, movies that like you know when you look at it, it's like oh man it's in there, but right, it right happens this, and sometimes it happens in at least. It's been used in at least 416 film and TV series. Wow. Beginning oh, yeah, in 1951 for the film Distant Drums. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's a pretty old sound, too. It's quite old. Inter- that's, that's interesting, too. You know, being able to take this, you know, this thing you've recorded so many years ago and, and use it in other contexts and other movies. Um. And you know, yeah, the yeah, maybe I didn't put it on the on there because it has been used in different films, but you know, a lot of the stuff I chose was just kind of like stuff that I kind of, when I hear that sound, I immediately think of that movie, like directly. Think yeah. Of that, so. Cool, man. Yeah, it was a good list. Yeah. It's a very good Thank list. You. Yeah. Cheers. I like it. I like it a lot. Jonathan, do you have anything you'd like to share with our dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? Um. Man, um, what do you call it? Been releasing some music know. with some peeps. Um, yeah, tell us about uh, it. We, yeah, we we uh, we've been working with um, uh, our friend Des Des Flores. Um, her Instagram is at uh, Des is the name, um, and she's just amazing. Uh, I would say I would say R and B would be probably the the R&B and kind of um, sultry, I would say, is kind nice. of the genre she's in. But, um, yeah, she, we released, uh, we've been releasing a couple songs with her, but we released one, uh, it's not this week, but, you know, a couple weeks ago, we released a song called Me Time. And, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It kind of kind of goes along the r- lines of our first top five, um, you know, kind of songs that reflect on breakups nice. and just kind of that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think, you know, it's great that I have an opportunity to work with someone like Des and, and, um, and she's just been, she's super talented and, you know, she does a lot of stuff, modeling and acting and all that kind of stuff. So it's cool that, you know, I get to be Hell able yeah. to be a part of her music and, um, yeah, man, I think, you know, go check out the song. If you guys, you know, check it out, see her, some of our other songs. We did one called, um, a uh, secret with her too as well. So it's, uh, yeah, just doing a little shout out to, you know, I, I work on music a lot, you know, outside of the podcast and um, just willing to share kind of stuff I've been working on. And, you know, also 
Also give shout outs to the people we work on because they, they are very talented and work, work very hard and put in a lot of time into to the, to the music. So Hell yeah. um, I always appreciate just uh, people who are, who are really dedicated to their craft. So, um, but yeah, wonderful. My little share for this week. Joe, what do you got I for love me this it. week? I got fucking fuck all. Um, no, <laughs> what do I got? I deckhands. Thank you, Andrew, for showing us this documentary. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Deckhands. D e c k h a n d s. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Yeah, um, and of course, it was just so great to play with you. In your butt. Yeah. And, uh, dude, no, it music. Was awesome, man. Music. It was good to play with you. It was good to play with Andrew and Simon. <laughs> and um, I've missed you guys, and I'm, I'm still buzzing off of it. I have not stopped thinking about it. I've practiced the songs that needed practicing every day since, and just Yay. enjoying music like I haven't in a long time. So, dude, that's awesome. I'm there super happy. I'm super happy we're playing a gig. You know, we're, we're trying to get, yeah, we're trying to actually get a couple. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's great to have that man and I'm, I'm really happy that you know we all we all are good friends and still like to play music together and i think that's uh it's great for so many years that we've known each other and you know even our time apart too i think that's like it's amazing that we get to still share that you know it's a special thing it's a very special thing it's special. um very special and it's precious way fucking precious um yeah man so that's there you go that's our show for this week Jonathan where can we find more of your work on the internet my friend uh you can find me on <sighs> I'm so <gasps> sorry guys I've been up up super early this morning um you guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Shonday Music and also my website shondaymusic.net nice. I promise I will be more active on the Twitter sphere. Um, in the next couple weeks yeah. I'm just trying to uh, find ways of uh, being more of an active social media-ite if that's the word I'm looking for but it has been cool man I, I thank you Joey for, for recommending Twitter for me and I've yeah, been trying for to forcing just you on it. there and just uh, check it out so yeah why not dude yeah why not? yeah yeah um, <laughs> Joe where can we find you on the internet you can check me out at Joey Prady on Twitter um, and on my website, joeypradyscripts.com. You can check out the show at Top5Pod. That's T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5 P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter at gmail.com and on Facebook at Top5Podcast. We're on Apple Music, Google Play and SoundCloud. So please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love and we will give you something rocking it and fucking rolling in return. Yeah. Until next time. Bless you. Holy shit, that was great. Until was next so time. Close, <laughs> I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks, Thanks for, for <laughs> Was that, a, that was a fart or a sneeze? It was a sneeze? That was a sneeze. All right, very good.